Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome and thank you for joining us on this special Sunday afternoon of UTR Presents Bad Blood. It's me, your boy Bites Down Boogie, here with the man behind the scenes, Mr. Clanging and Fanging himself. What's going on, brother? <laughs> what is up, man? Holy shit, it's been a hell of a weekend. Uh, yeah. Me. Specifically, because, you know, as a Carolina fan, we won. Clemson lost. Bama lost. I love I love living in hate. It's a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> the hate just flows so freely through you, my uh, good man. I see. When you, I see. When you got, when you got nothing nothing to, 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 like, win, you just want everybody else to lose. It's just it's, – it's makes it exciting. It, it it does it does it <laughs> you does. know about that you know about that i know you do i know i know damn sure you do <laughs> listen I, just because every now and then i like to indulge in a little bit of uh what is known as the haterade i will drink some every now and then uh you know it, it, it comes it comes to it but thank you for joining us, folks. For those of you, this is your first time joining us. Me and Mongo, we do a quick rundown of the AMC TV series interview with the vampire, which is taken from Anne Rice's novel and from the um, famous movie, which came back out in the 90s. Okay. So a lot went on in this episode. Yeah, uh, it's another uh, episode based around Claudia. This time it's not from Claudia's point of view, more so uh, Louis. Louis, more so Louis. Dealing with Claudia and whatever the hell she's going through. Um, and it's another episode that, that really hammers home the whole idea of, um, what is it called? Like an, an untrustworthy narrator or a, uh, um, I can't remember what the actual definition, but uh, the actual word is, but the idea that like Louis not either not telling the whole truth, or he's or, trying to admit things to make things seem a certain way, is yeah. what happens. <laughs> just, we get know, to maybe, maybe he's just not seeing things the way they are because you know he has the way he feels about Claudia. And the thing about it is too, he wants to put this image out there of Claudia, of her being, not being a certain way, but what he fails to realize and what um, the person doing the interview, Daniel, lets him know is once the, it gets out into the masses, they're going to decide on their own how they want to view her. No matter what you decide, which, no matter what you want people to think, what's going to happen is not up to you. Once it gets out to the masses, it's pretty much up to them. What they're going to... The honest to God truth. That's the yeah, you know, that's fantastic advice. It doesn't matter what you say or do, but and that's something that, you, that people do in real life, whether it's uh, fiction or actual history. People are going to make their own spin on something anytime they want to. And he was like, and he gave him a breakdown too. He could have, he was like, oh, you mean Claudia the serial killer or Claudia the slutty Halloween girl costume that could come up? Like, he just gave him a whole scenario of what could possibly go down once these go out into the masses. Um, but we start off with, like, we start the scene, we start the whole episode off pretty much the first good five, ten minutes of it. Louis is just sucking on my man's neck. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, on, a, on, a, on um, Rashid. Right, just sucking yeah. on Rashid like he is a a a a, a ribeye bone, right? <laughs> just just indulging himself, and um, at this moment in time, Daniel, the interviewer, is reading the, the names, and he's like, "Oh God, school teacher, you're so hot." This. And it turns out it's the last words of Claudia's victims. Yeah. Uh, one of them was uh, a young boy, and it said, don't kill the dog. Right. Uh, and it said, uh, protect the heart, a school teacher. And Daniel just looks up and goes, well, that's just royally fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I like how blunt he is about everything. And that's just what he, he does. He, he's he's, he's blunt about everything, but that bluntness is going to get his ass ate. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> this episode alone, I was like, he's about to get turned into a fucking turkey dinner. Like, there's no way he Yo. leave this building without being eaten by fucking Louie. <laughs> he's stepping on some toes that he's, I wouldn't be stepping on. Exactly. He's pretty much indulging, but... As a journalist, he needs this information. So, how do we lie? No, we didn't lie. The show was supposed to be yesterday. That was completely my fault. I asked to push the show to today for because I was running amok yesterday. So that was that was my fault. The show is normally on Saturdays. Yes, so we didn't lie. But and what you mean we lied to you? Right? Have, have some stuff. It's, it's all right. <laughs> shit. You fucking got a tab open for me, I, I think. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. Don't close it. I'm just saying, like, right, know, leave it open. <laughs> I feel like you come on here just to yell at us sometimes, which we don't mind. <laughs> but, so, we, need knocked, we need to get knocked down off our pedestal a little bit. It's fine. Right. So, Louis sitting there just sucking on Rashid's neck and. Daniel's reading the kill list off. And this episode really indulges on Claudia's realization of one, she's never going to be able to have human contact like that again. Like she'll never be able to love again or or anything like that. Two, she's starting to realize that maybe there are other vampires out there and she wants to learn. Her curious mind angers Lestat. But what Lestat fails to realize is she's a child. A child is going to have a curious mind to begin with. And again, that that cuts back to Lestat being completely cut off from the human side of anything. Right. I don't know if they ever say how old he is in the show. Um, I think think at one point when they first term Claudia I think maybe they said 176 or something like that so now he would be closer to like almost 300 years old yeah um so he's just completely cut off from humanity he doesn't really understand how people act and there's a point where uh Louis thinks that she's starving herself because of what happened to her first love Uh uh-huh and there's pigeons all over the place. Like it like, looks he like she's holding, he was holding a pigeon, and I was like, "What's he gonna do with that pigeon?" 
and he I heard something snap, and I was like, he just fucking killed the pigeon? No, he threw it in there after clipping its wing, essentially, so it couldn't fly away. Mm-hmm. So he's been leaving wounded pigeons in her room to let her feast. Mm-hmm. She's just not touching them. Right, so he thinks that she's starving herself. The stat goes, there, little do you know, bro, she's going to sneak out and feed in the middle of the night. <laughs> He's like, no, she's not. She's starving. So the stat said, you know what? I'm going to prove to you this shit. Runs in there, breaks open the coffin. Which is just kind of behold. Up. Like, come on, man. Right. Can, can just open up the coffin. You got to fucking tear the lid off. Right. Breaks open the coffin. Lo and behold, no Claudia. Claudia's out feeding. But what is found is her diaries. And that's when trouble really starts to arise in this happy, quote unquote, happy household. <laughs> they read the, the diaries and find out several things. That uh, they pretty much find out that Clody is a goddamn psychopath, like you said. Right? <laughs> fucking serial killer. There's a, there's, a, there's a point where you're like, holy shit! They they really got across the the, the way that Claudia is just stuck forever, like a fucking preteen, essentially. Is pretty much where yeah. it says, "Will I be a virgin forever? Why does my skin grow back like my hair does?" Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my. God, what Jesus yeah. Christ. Right. That, so Claudia's out here. Claudia's out here clanging and fanging for real. But she's not every time she wakes every up time she, again. Like, right. Every time she decides to clanging, she goes back to being shut down afterwards. <laughs> that is fucking terrifying. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I, I, I uh, 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 nah. Nah, uh, that that yeah. So she's upset about that. Um, they find she's out bad. that she comes back, and I guess there was some other parts in there that they read that they don't indulge in. Yeah, that would. But apparently, she insulted or said some not one of not so flattering words. things about their guardians, as Lestat's yeah. put it. Not so flattering things about their guard about her guardians. So pretty much, she probably called them out their name or something. Probably made fun of them because she's always had an interest in how they, how two men love each other. So she probably said something about that, um, but they never really say anything about it. And um, pretty much, the stat is like, I'm tired of your shit. I'm tired of your shit. Where are the bodies? And she tells him, don't worry. I, I, I drowned him in the river. And he's like, the river's only three inches <laughs> high. What happens when... What happens when we get a storm? Yeah, storm. We see what happens when we get a fucking storm. Uh, they find 56. Yeah, we see a six. <laughs> we see the scene of some guy working at the dock. And... All of a sudden, these bodies start floating up to the top, and, and he sees one. And he goes, "Oh my god!" And then he raises his lantern, and there is like eight of them that he can see. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Lestat and Louis go to um, this private this, place, and they talk to someone who's running for. Um, it's the dude that they used to have dealings with, with the mustache that. Um, yeah. That pretty much helped them realize that the, the mayor was was trying to get over on them. 
Yeah, he's running for some political office and he's asking them for money. Mm-hmm. And he, he and then they're talking about um, the strange things that are going on. And he says, "Yeah, you know, you didn't hear it from me, but uh, you know, they they're finding some bodies." And Lestat goes, "Oh yeah, I, I read something about that. Something about, about six. six? He, said, he no. said no, fifty six. Lestat just goes. So Lestat and Louis are sitting there like, oh my dad. They will, They share some looks like this, bitch. Done. Done. Fucked up. Up." Bird, <laughs> like how the fuck she fifty fucking six, and then he was describing what happened. Comes mm-hmm. to find out, Claudia has been taking remnants of people. Took mm-hmm. a toe she's here, a arm here. He she took a whole left titty. <laughs> she is keeping trophies, and he said he's like she even took a whole. Oh, like he didn't see the <laughs> <laughs> He said. I why mean, not have a pair? Not, yeah, why not take a set? <laughs> yeah. But so, like, like a serial killer, she's keeping trophies of every kill she has. Mm-hmm. And um, they so after they they learn that they do the little time stop shit, leave immediately because they find the out that because they find out that they're going to be prime suspects because it happened on the quarter and. They know what Louis was infamous for before being a man of the underground town and scenario. So he, he was just letting them know, yo, that see the police chief over there? He already issued for, you know, everybody over there to be searched. So don't be surprised if you see some people come knocking on your door. <laughs> Margo, you got a request. <laughs> I'm scared to look at it. Uh, oh my god! Look, my my tips are on at my Twitter account, so you know. Right. If you want to see you want to see them boobies, go to the OnlyFans. <laughs> go, go 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 put go go put ten bucks in my tip jar. Tip jar, and I'll grab both of them for you. <laughs> so, so then, oh, um, they do the time stop, like Mongo said. Like Mongo said, and they get back to their house to already find a deputy in the house. Claudia, drunk as hell. Oh, as a drunk as a fucking skunk. Oh my god. <laughs> drunk as shit. Drunk as shit. Let him and his boys in. So now they're doing his homeboys are doing a um, a raid of the house, pretty much. They're doing a search of the house. If there's and, knock down. Right. And they're like, that's my daughter's room. He oh, goes, man. knocks, she's knocks it down. Before we get to that, she's in there trying to hide body parts. And there's like a toe. There, you can see you see the titty that she took. And there's like <laughs> in the drawer. Uh, she's using a finger as a pen. Like all this shit. There's a whole ass person in her closet moaning with black dude. <laughs> Not dead yet, just <laughs> sound like, like, like me last year. <laughs> like this like I don't know how he wasn't dead. I mean, he 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 soon after is dead, but like at this point, he was somehow still alive. She was just like saving something, a little bit extra. Right. <laughs> and uh, so they the bust open the door. Room, she acts like. She acts like she's getting dressed. She has a, a blanket over her. 
he's like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, and closes the door as she flips the room around with the switch. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, it's vampires. They have a secret fucking candelabra shit they do. Right, to, uh, to, to hide the, the coffins. <laughs> and it switches around. I'm like, okay, of course. Uh, so, so the second, the second that guy closes the door, the body falls out of the fucking closet. Right. <laughs> like, the show's so fucking funny. <laughs> it's, it's so it's funny. Like, your baby just falls out, making like the last bit of noise. <laughs> as soon as the fucking door closes, it's like, and then you got, so they, so they leave. Uh, but before they leave, Louis kind of wanted to remind him, you know, I don't, I'm going to let the police chief know that you came and, uh, you know, harassed a, a, you know, a taxpaying citizen. The chief pretty much let him know, hey, listen here, certain areas and certain laws, you still ain't really that free. And what y'all doing here, two men, is... Uh, act of unnatural um, a crime human. against nature. Nature, a crime against five years. Right, five basically, years. being gay back then was a crime against nature. So he pretty much told them, "Watch yourself." Um, also, Ruka, before we uh, go any further, uh, after we uh, heard about how many bodies and stuff, and uh, Claudia keeping track of like what people say to her, we see her with a victim a, a new victim and he says what day is it and she says january 5th and he says i always thought it'd be, be some summer. summer and he falls and she's just like hmm. hmm like she's like i'm gonna save that one like it's fucking blast words <laughs> play a really important part of this entire episode yeah um and it's a lot of those that we got were like really kind of like beautiful. A lot of them like really interesting, and a lot of them just fucking sad. And there were some that just you know they write a die saying shit that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Don't shoot a dog. Oh. <laughs> protect the heart. Protect protect the heart. Like what? The fuck? What? I'm eating you. What the fuck? What? Okay. So so we get to. <laughs> So after the police leave, they confront Claudia, who was pissy fucking drunk. They're like, how many bodies? Where did you put them? Well, uh, no, I'm sorry. That was before no, they get is, to the this salon. Is, this is her bringing things into the house. Lestat house. Like never do that. Right. So Lestat is pissed. Lestat is super pissed. Claudia, at that point, upset that they... Uh, Read her diary and stuff like that. Claudia decides she's gonna take off. First of all, time to let shit out the bag. So she's like, "Well, you know what? Uncle Les has another lover." She said, "Right, he's tired of us, Daddy Lou, but he can have two. Right." She was like, "Where's my love? Where's my Louis? Where's my Lestat?" And he was like, "Oh, since we want to talk about that, it's about the blonde." The, the, the is it the blonde and Louis knew who it was Antoinette, mm-hmm. and he and Lestat says I'll kill her later, <laughs> like he like just like she means nothing to me I'll just I'll kill her and right. finish it off later. Um, but but she was supposed supposedly she had he he was supposed to have done that a long time ago. 
Mm -hmm. Which is a, that's a whole thing because we talked before about how um, Lestat didn't like Louis having a side piece. Mm -hmm. Even though he said, he said that he could. And now we find out mm, Lestat's been doing a little bit extra shit because of course he has. <coughs> um, uh, so we learned that and then um, she decides, like you said, she decides to leave. Uh, Louis tries to stop her, but she packs up. She's gone. Bounces. Yeah. Now, and during this time, Claudia has been traveling to different colleges. Um, you know, all over, southern US. all over, all over the southern U.S. But in the household, Louis pretty much stopped being the the content housewife. He stopped cleaning. Yeah. He stopped doing everything but he indulged himself in Lestat's entire library and he, he was like why are you reading these books he was like because I don't want to be like you just read the first 10 pages and pretend to be cultured mm -hmm. but it was also a hell of a fucking shot to, to right <laughs> and then of course like better course. than everything all right, Lestat, blah, 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 Because he did that a bunch this episode. I don't, I don't care what you say, Margo. A bunch of the times, he was blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he really was acting like a, va a whole yeah, vampire. Was it was. That, that house, that went to shit quick. There was a fucking raccoon. Right. <laughs> it was an actual raccoon. True raccoon living in that motherfucker. But now, what got me was how... You could tell Louis had given up because his perm went from being slicked and slide to the side to sticking straight up, looking like mm -hmm. looking like the old dude from Tales from the Hood. <laughs> all he was missing was the fact that he still had all, had all his teeth. Right, looking like Clarence <laughs> Williams from Tales from the Hood. The part that and got shit. me was they were laying in bed and he was like laying on the bed with newspapers covering him. And right. Here's a rat, and he just like snags a rat, drains it, tosses it, and goes back to reading. That is fucking Jesus. And then Louis, and then the stat is like fully dressed. He wants to go out for a night in town. I think he's some somebody's in. Somebody's Antoinette. Antoinette, Antoinette is yeah. outside the window, waiting for him, as he's fully dressed, and he just he's like, I, I want to, you know, are you? The stat is still dwelling on the fact that Louis is not giving him the sexual attention that he needs right now. Not realizing that he Louis is. Throws up what he says that he loves Louis, and that that's whatever you believe love is. He believes he loves Louis. Right. He um, lusts Louis. Is what yeah, it is. It is a very different thing. But for what he for what he understands for human emotion, he believes he loves Louis. Um and then we learn later on, you know, true feelings come out. Right. Um while this is happening, um Claudia, Claudia is going out of college. She went to, she went to Vandy, she went to College Charleston, uh, some school in Alabama, uh, and uh, I don't know where she MSU. She did go to MSU. Do you, do you know where she is here when we see her walking from the library? Um, I couldn't. I can't remember. I don't know, but the school has a J. Begins with a J because the guy that's giving her 
a hard time has a letterman's jacket on with a j on it right so right now it's um the late 20s yes late 20s or and she's coming out of the library and she gets hassled by this white guy in a letterman jacket whoa whoa whoa! what do you think you're going why were you in the library uh trying to do a whole like you know this school's for us you know right. for us and mm-hmm. uh, doing that whole thing and then accuses her of stealing he he tears open her bag pulls out a book and see i knew you were stealing and she was like i was reading it and he was like oh you can read and then a knight in shining armor comes up on a motorcycle mm-hmm. and starts interrogating the guy and he was like what he was like hey you can't ride here he was like oh this guy must know all the rules you can't read i can't, I ride. can't <laughs> ride he was Very like yeah he was like, wow. And then all of a sudden you look and he talks to Claudia and Haman and said, are you hungry? And right before he says that, you see, you see, because they didn't have the camera up on his face. Right. But right before he does that, you see his eyes are like Claudia's. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, shit. And then right. he, 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 says, he says, are you hungry? Feed. His fang comes out. Next thing we know, they're sitting around the campfire. Claudia has Letterman jacket on, and Nathan had had roasted frat boy on the toast fire. Burning this, this dude. All right, uh, they got which is something that they. Uh, by the way, uh, they uh, Louis and Lestat said they can no longer use the uh, incinerator. Yes, because of the cops coming around, they can't do that anymore. So that's a fair mm-hmm. way to kill people um, or dispose of bodies anyway. Uh, so yeah, she's sitting there talking to this guy, uh, Bruce. I think is his name. Yeah, he finds out his name is Bruce. He pretty much tells her that he's been following her for, for about five, five schools. Schools, yeah. For like five, six. He says schools. that he was he was when he was in Europe for the Great War. That's when he got turned. Mm-hmm. Him and his uh, crater didn't get along well. Um, he had to fake his own death. He went to his funeral. Yeah. And he said, you know, about a few dozen people showed up. You know that? Everyone had a lot to say. They talked about the weather. Weather? <laughs> he said, he almost said, got buried alive. And he said, you know, the poor caretaker was, uh, now he's buried with my family. Right, he's in a family plot now, you know. <laughs> I got myself buried alive. And she was like, how did you find me? And he was like, he knew her name. And he knew where to find her because he heard Louis call. He said all up and down the eastern coast, he heard Louis call. You heard Louis saying, Claudia, I'm sorry, Claudia. Sorry, come home. home. I, I know how to make it right. Claudia, come home, come home. Which is and, um, interesting. Um, that I wonder what that is. If it's just like Louis, just his depression is like manifested into something or into. A, no, I think well, well. Remember the sad like, like just vampires that can just kind of hear what other ones are. You know, I think so. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, remember though, each vampire has a different kind of talent that other ones don't. But this guy so, said his, his, his hearing was good when he was alive, and it's even better when he's dead. Right. So I think <laughs> Louis, being a, I guess an empathist, empathist. That's how you say it? Yeah. So I think that may be one of his vampire things that heightened. And Louis was always pretty good at reading people. 
and like reading their minds even before he became a vampire he was good at reading the room reading what's going on how to make reaction and stuff like that so maybe that got heightened too and him turning um anyway so she says you don't look like a bruce you look more like a killer and then he hands her a book to read and it's about the etiquette the proper etiquette you should have as a young woman when you're yes. yes right and then he gets real close gets an arm around her and she dashes away so you get a little too close and then he gets right beside her breaks her leg mm-hmm. she said why would you do that he says so you can't run Duh. <laughs> like, he pulls a book out of the, he threw the book in the fire and he pulls it back out and like when you're a guest, you shouldn't show any kind of frustration when you're, you know, in front of the of the person who's who's honoring you. And they don't, you know, they don't really go much further, but you, it's implied that uh He pretty much rapes her. Rapes her. Mm-hmm. And we go back we come back to Daniel and Louis in present time and he says, Now there's four pages missing. Pages missing. Uh and I, I don't I don't see Claudia as the kind of person that would do that. And Louis says, I told like, you earlier, I ripped them out. He said it's obvious what happened. I ripped them out. He said and I told you, I don't want to put you, I'm not going to exploit her. And, and that's he was like, well, what line of, of what exploiting is going to happen, regardless of what he wants. Right. Where the Internet's going to take over and like the world will see her in different ways that they cannot mm-hmm. control. He, he, he really didn't. He really didn't. He is so... He's just very blunt and matter of fact, and and for him, and he's he's he wants very, the whole story. He's also very very bitter about what's going on with him, which is about to play into factor because as he's trying to pry for this, Daniel suffers from Parkinson's. So as he's trying to pry for this information, Louis decides to take control of your man, Nervous Central. No, what happened with Claudia is what happened well, with Claudia. Once Claudia, once Claudia, once the human Claudia died, then that started lessening um, Louis' empathy. It really did Louis. because her being her right because herb still holding on to to human feelings and emotions still made him want to still hold on to them but still gave him that power of empathy and stuff like that but once she had to kill her first love and the stat made her do it and she pretty much zoned out and dead it out that's where it probably lessened his empathy. but also daniel isn't seeing and this is this is a very important is, is that they see claudia's different things Louis sees her as his daughter and mm-hmm. as someone he cared for very much. But Daniel only sees what he reads in the books and the diaries. And Daniel only sees a killer. He compares Adam. her to Charles Manson. Manson. He said Charlie Manson wrote a couple of nice poems. That doesn't stop what he doesn't stop him from what he was. So as Daniel's sitting there praying, Louis decides to take control of Daniel's nervous system and begin to give my man Daniel the shakes. Then he gives him the slaps. Mm-hmm. Then he gives him the windshield wipers. He had Daniel out here hitting him with the ha, ha, ha. 
gave him gave him the whole damn treatment. <laughs> and uh, it's <laughs> and then when he and you, you see you see what Daniel just like, oh shit, like maybe I've gone like, too far. Uh, like oh, I did. <laughs> Fucked up. As he's sitting there, first off, as he's sitting there prying this, Louis is making is like running his nail in a circle on the table, and it's getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until finally he gives my man Daniel the the pop lock and drop it. The more he insults <laughs> Claudia, and the more he pries into Claudia's stuff, the the angrier he gets. Rashid is the one that kind of saves the situation. Comes in, puts a hand on Louis's shoulder apologizes for him mm-hmm. and uh once the hold is released daniel stands up slaps louie with that same shaky ass hand sits back down and goes keep talking like oh my god i would have fucking left i never came gone louie looks <laughs> at him like motherfucker have you lost your okay well after that slap i i saw it in louie's eye louie hit him with the I got something for you when this shit is over. Mm-hmm. I got yeah, something for you once this is over. Once this yeah, is over. It's coming. <laughs> exactly. After that slap, Louis was like, okay, bitch. I got you. <laughs> I got your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Louis hit him with the, yeah, yeah. you about to die. Just let know that. <laughs> you about to die, die. So then, um, we cut back. Claudia comes back. Claudia comes back. And marinating is not the word. Marinating is not the word. Your man done gave him fresh, brand new um, transfusion bloods for his Parkinson's treatment. Then gave him the best food and truffle butter. You know how, ex- you know how expensive truffle butter is on stuff. <laughs> this is like this is like when like they like cook a pig by putting it in the dirt, and they let it sit there for like twenty four hours. You right, know, like a fire and shit. That's what this is. This is this is so. Fucking- he is slow roasting Daniel's ass. This is what he's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So he's not gonna just drink this guy's blood. He's gonna eat his whole fucking body. He's oh, like speaking of that, before before that, um, earlier on in the episode, um, Louis gets in Daniel's head because after after um, Louis was feeding on Rashid, you could see Daniel just looking at him like. He was like, "Oh, honey and pineapples." He um sweetens himself up before he um offers himself to me. One hundred and thirty-eight pounds. He's like, "But no, but you thought it." And for like a good thirty seconds, he ran off every fucking detail about Rashid because Daniel was just sitting there asking the questions in his head, but not out loud. He was like, "Don't get in my head." Kind of had to. Kind of had to remind him, like, "Bitch, I'm a vampire." <laughs> I'm a vampire, okay? He's, so he's, he's he's starting to show signs that he's more like a stat than he thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he's trying to show control that he had. Like he's he's reminding him, I am in control of everything here. There are no secrets here. And it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's a dangerous spot for Daniel to be in, for, for damn sure. Um, but. We also missed something that uh, Rashid said before when that was happening. 
where Daniel was talking about how psychotic Claudia was. And he says, you're no better in front of my salad. Right in front of my ragoons. Right in front of my crab rangoon. <laughs> um, and he says, you're, you're essentially writing down a suicide. A, because the second that this, that this hits, gets out, the other vampires across the world will scale these walls, will come by, scale this, scale this tower on the side of these walls, and rip him apart. Tear his blood all across the building. And it's, uh, so how are you better than Claudia? Which I, I think it's pretty obvious how we, it's very different, but like, you know, from his point of view, uh, he's exploiting this man's suicide, essentially. What he's saying. Right, because pretty much is once he reveals that the the vampires are out there, they're gonna come for him because vampire, you know, they the whole thing is living in you know the the non-existent in the shadows. So the fact that Louis is putting all of this out there is big no 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 in vampire world society. <laughs> And the present Louis would be what 150 something something like that. He was born in like 86. Right. Um, it was around that. Um, so he's he's had a lot of time to uh hide and build up whatever. I don't know if it's like an empire that he has, or he he has right. he's very private, but he's about to let a lot of shit loose, and it's going to be a problem mm -hmm. depending on how many people believe whatever's being said. As in there's another thing, like if this if this came out in the real world where someone was like i talked to a vampire uh here's what he said that it wouldn't mm. no one would believe. No one would but it. he's putting it out as a he's putting it out as a book and because he's putting it out as a book people can then come to their own conclusions and you know once you put something out as a book people are going to do their own research you're going to start their own cults and their own followings and do digging deeper and deeper and deeper and then you start digging deeper into history and you find little remnants of something oh yeah oh the way we have fucking like crime podcast now like mm -hmm. like, like oh look into the deaths here and here and that'll add up to what this guy said and like yeah it would probably it wouldn't be long before you go like oh wait this motherfucker was here for this is a real vampire. This is a real vampire out this, this motherfucker. Guy's, oh shit. This guy's, this guy's still alive. They never actually confirmed this guy's death. Like it will be this whole thing. So you know, you'd have people mm -hmm. that are like that. Um oh. so, anyway, so we're, we're back. Claudia here, comes uh, back. Claudia returns, right? Claudia comes back and she pretty much tells the stat and Louie that she's been reading and then she wants to go travel to Europe to go find these other vampires and other vampire villages to see what it's like. And the thoughts like, you might not want to do that. She was like, well, you won't tell me if these are real troops or not. Teach me something. Tell me, tell me your history. She wants the stat to open up and be like, yo, teach me something. And he refuses to do it. So she's like, I'm going to go find somebody that will. And the stat says, you might find that the other vampires aren't so friendly. And then he looks at her and he says, but I believe I'm too late. I believe you already found that out. Basically telling her, oh, I already know what happened to you. I can see it. Um, oh, 
one thing I want to mention before Claudia before Claudia returns, before Claudia leaves, they find out that Claudia has been trying to turn people. Right. Because she so wants a companion. Four, four or five times. <laughs> she can't make it work. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was she she returned for his sake more than anything else. Um she returns she actually we, we find out why she returned. She tells him I'm just I'm leaving. So Lestat says, Oh, so just like a college kid came to drop off your laundry before you before you go again. She was like, No, I came to pick up Louie. We're leaving. Louis, come with me. We're leaving. Come with me, Louis. And boom, shakalaka, that's when shit hits the fan, boy. Lestat is a... I rate. They're starting to kind of talk in their heads a little bit. Like, they're not saying everything mm-hmm. completely. And uh, he starts saying something. He starts insulting them. And then she says, that's when you know he's scared, when he starts to insult us. Insult us. Right. And that's and, then and she, he dashes across the room, has her by the throat, and that's and where the fight starts. Fight? You mean ass kicking? Ass you mean for uh, ass kicking? The the beating his ass. The beating that Lestat gave fucking Louis beat his ass through the walls, up the ceiling, through the banister, through, <laughs> and you hear dragged him. Uh, you hear the stat or Louie talking to Claudia like, "It's okay, don't it's okay, don't man, right. we're okay." Boom! Threw his ass through the motherfucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly punching. The- Claudia goes to jump on him. He throws her off like, "I will kill your ass." One side of torture is not even the word for it. That was your mama caught a bad report card that you had hidden. That was a okay. That's what that was. That shit was. Then he drags Louie out to the middle of the street by his fucking jaw. And there is a giant, giant blood trail from the house (laughs) to the front from front of the manor. And uh, Claudia says, Uncle Les, Uncle Les, stop. And she and he says, oh, so now it's Uncle Les. One episode six, <laughs> is there? Where, uh, where that's a uh, that was there probably should have been, yeah, probably should have been. Uh, yeah, for a couple, and the fight that they had was definitely domestic violence. That was whew. man, he drags him by the jaw mm-hmm. and then, to the middle of the street, and then and goes for the old well, Claudia, Claudia says, Take you want me, it's all you always wanted me, take me instead. <laughs> And he says, you that's, what you... that's what you fail to realize. This was never about never, you. I've never wanted you. Right. And then they fly up into the sky. He, drag, he drags him hundreds of feet into the, I mean, above the clouds. Biting like, him. The whole five. biting and draining his ass the whole time as he's draining him. And this, Louis looks at him and says, no, Lestat looks at him and says, why don't you just tell me? 
Tell me you'll never love me, Louis. Just tell me. Tell me you'll never love me. And Louis looks at him and says, let me go. Which is a very dumb choice of words. It was, here's the thing. It was, it was metaphoric in both ways. It was, let go of me, motherfucker, get your hands off of me, but let me go from your, from your reign, from your, from your hold. From your hold. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I could definitely. Yeah. I. uh, The way that. It's okay, uh, baby. Don't come in here. We're just. We're just talking. Everything is fine. And then you see him crashing through a damn wall. Yeah. I can definitely see how that would have really brought back a lot of bad memories and feelings. I yeah, that that probably should have had a a a warning. A huge Um, warning. It so he anyway he says let me go. He does. And the stat says for you, Louis, anything, and lets this motherfucker go. There is a movie called Brightburn that came out uh, like five six years ago, I think. Um, and it's basically like what if Superman was evil, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's like Superman is a kid. Uh, he's not Superman, but like he, he's a he's a kid that has Superman's powers. And at the end of the movie, he has his uh, spoilers. Uh, he has his mom all the way up in the air uh, because she was she tried to bring him in for a hug, and she's going to stab him to to kill him with this thing mm-hmm. that would kill him. Takes her all the way up in the air, and he says, <laughs> "She says I love you," and he just drops her, and she just falls. Mm-hmm. And you, the whole scene is just you watching her fall all the way to the ground. Cuts to the report of the uh, family's death. Uh, so you don't see the impact, but it's like, Phew. so they remind well, me of that. here, well, not here. Oh no! Oh AMC, oh AMC again. Oh, like that's like, damn these these mother. I said, nah, Kenny, I can see that much <laughs> shit. And they are showing you things you won't see in a fucking movie theater. That you saw the fall, you you hear Louis screaming, Claude, you, and then you see from Claudia's perspective, like, ah, oh, Louis, no, and, and you you see him the crash. The second the story, the floor, boom, 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 boom. Cut. <laughs> Motherfucker is broke the fuck up on the floor. Broke up on the floor. And you see the stock come floating down, looking like some evil, evil white, evil white angel, like she said, <laughs> like she called him. Like- like fucking Dracula, <laughs> right? It's so I, that's something I wanted to know. How is it Lestat is the only one that can fly? Uh, like we just said that each one gets a certain, but you would think being able to fly is something that everybody could do as a vampire. I think it it probably is. It's probably something he just never taught him how to do because a lot because a lot of things that they do. Um, that uh, I didn't know that. That's actually pretty. Uh, that's intense. Uh, when, when when you have actors like apologizing on set, uh, you know mm-hmm. you have something serious going on. Um, <coughs> it's especially also <laughs> we have two very different comments going on. <laughs> at the same time. Uh, 
<laughs> um, yeah, I think it's something that he probably just didn't teach them because I think everything that they know, he was we, we saw him teaching Louie. So it's probably the same mm-hmm. thing like Claudia knows what Louie knows. Probably doesn't know everything. Um, right. You, you, you don't know what he's hidden from them and what they can or can't do. Uh, which is they, which is can. which is the whole purpose. Which is the whole purpose of Claudia wanting to leave. The fact that the stock has secrets and they're supposed to be a family of no secrets. So. That's that's what made Claudia want to leave. She's like, oh, okay, he got secrets. And at the end of the episode, we see, like I said, the old crazy stop floating his ass down. And we see Louie looking like Mitch Green after that fight he had with Tyson outside the, um, the bodega. <laughs> Louie was fucked up. Yeah. I, oh. It, uh... That last ten minutes of that episode was God, it was brutal. Jesus. That last, that last ten minutes of that episode made me take my wife off and put on a regular T-shirt just because I didn't want to. It was like this is a. This, is this ain't right. This is terrible. Yeah. Th- throw in the goddamn towel. Throw in the goddamn uh, towel. <laughs> real, real quick, we didn't hit it, but this is right before Claudia comes back home. She she's followed Louis back to. He's meeting his sister. Oh, uh, Louis meeting his sister. Yes, and um, she's Louis spying me- on them while Louis is like experiencing some pretty fucked up shit himself before all this happens. His sister basically says, "You're Louis or whoever you are that took Louis, that took my Louis." And he says, I, right. "It's me. It's always been me. She's We're like, leaving. Yeah, and no. I can't do this anymore." So he she like. She walks back and reveals that they have essentially buried the memory of Louis here. Uh, mm-hmm. Louis's name and date of birth and death on the stone in the family crypt. He's there. As far as their family is concerned, Louis's he's dead. dead. And she says, "I have to do this. I, this is I have to do this for myself I'm and my sorry. family." And walks away, and Claudia's watching, and she sees Louis just break down, like all this emotion and trauma, and everything he's dealt with all these years. And right here, he just finally just lets it out, and he is crushed because he and lost Claudia's his surrogate daughter, and then he lost his real family, and all he's left with is just this empty home. With Lestat. With, with Lestat, and it's, there's no love there anymore. It's just resentment. Mm-hmm. And that was that's crushing, man. That is that is tragic. And then and we get before, to the fight. Hold, hold on. Another, 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 <laughs> another thing before Claudia left, something that she said to Louis that when she finally walked out the door, it was a scene. She, he said, and we tried to save you. And she took him. She said, why didn't you take me to a hospital? He said, but you were barely breathing. She said, but I was still was breathing. breathing. And she said, by know, now, I might have had a, a husband by now. I could have been sweeping up, could have been nursing babies. Like, And let, let's, I mean, let's be real. Probably wouldn't have made it. She really uh, wouldn't have because they took her to a hospital. They would have found out she was a little black girl. And she was burnt up the way she was. They she has to, she, right. Right, she has to remember being... 
Right, being um, being a vampire regenerated her skin. Her skin was charred. Mm-hmm. Remember, Lestat said, "I don't know where you want me to to bite her at." Yeah, mm-hmm. like, like she's charred. She was. She mm-hmm. was. There was no. She even if if they had managed and decided to help keep her alive, uh, there was no having kids. There was nothing that wasn't gonna happen. She was gonna. No. She's probably gonna make it like it. Like, well, how medicine was back then? Like, I don't know. She make it a year. Right. I mean, she was she was done. So, but you know, it's you know, her looking back and just like what well, the life I could have had versus unlife, you know, undeath. Um, it's she's she's longing for for what could have been this entire episode, which is something Lou's been doing all season, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, contemplating on what it means to be a vampire and wanting to just not lose that humanity and it's they both handled it very differently uh claudia mm-hmm. just went off the fucking rail and with louis went into louis a depression tried, louis mm-hmm. depression he tried to like not bring anybody else into it he tried to not like he cut everybody off which is how you do with depression you cut mm-hmm. your family and your friends off to deal with all of this yourself and to isolate and make sure nobody else is hurt and ends up hurting yourself. And I heard they're hurting your family more because like we saw with this family, they can't do this anymore. And they just right. walk away. Uh, anybody that, that deals with that, they've probably been through that talk. And that's a tough one. It's a tough one to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um. And Claudia handles it her own way, and she's still a fucking kid, and she just goes off and does her own thing, and we see where that what, what that leads to. Um, they both were just, just a lot of shit, a lot of emotional stuff. Uh, right. And you get so at this point, do you side? I think they do a great job of making you forget. All the murders these people are committing, dude. Because first of all, poor Claudia, poor Claudia. She just <laughs> killed, they said they read her diary. Now she killed. Her. Okay, she killed a half a parade. Yeah, it's uh, we were talking about this uh, with House of Dragon when we're covering that, where mm-hmm. you know they'll make little changes that might not go along with how the book would do something or might change a little bit, but it's so fucking interesting. Like, it's, as long as you make a change that works, as long as it works on screen and it and it feels it, natural for the character we're getting on screen, it's fine. And that's that's what it is. It is very... He's different from the books. He's different the from one the thing... Uh, the, but it's... it's, 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 right. it's it the one thing that I... The one thing that I yeah, say that the... Job. The one thing that 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 beating did, it pretty much established you were for them to remember. The stat is an older, more powerful vampire. That's one of the things that 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 beating pretty much established. Like Louis, Louis, Louis is a a young, very fertile man. Like you know, he can fight, but the way that he was being manhandled by Lestat, and he was putting up a fight. That lets you know, that also gave the, a reminder to the viewer that, yo, Lestat is a 
Is that is a real killer and an old vampire with some power. So it goes back to that. Louis said a few episodes before that he it feels more like a slave than a, mm-hmm. than a lover. Uh, well, and that's that's something that plays into it, I think, too. It's uh, it's a lot of complex shit going <laughs> on in this show. And yeah, it's the, and Sam he's doing fantastic, but honestly, this whole cast is just dynamite. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's I, I I'm hooked on every word. I'm invested. Rish- I don't look down at my phone. Like I'm I'm just I'm zoned yeah. in. Yeah, Rashid Lowkey is one of my favorite um people on the show, because Rash- Rashid Rashid yo. He gives it to my man Daniel realistically and pretty much puts Dan keeps keeps Daniel in check and keeps Daniel alive at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's pretty much like, yo, you got you doing a lot of judging when you had a lot of shit going on with your life. Remember, we looked you up before we decided to let you come into our life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's like, yo, you got a lot of shit with you to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But and at Daniel, the same time, uh, he's <laughs> But he he will throw shit in your face. Sometimes it's good to have someone there to do that back to him. Right. And that's that's what Rashid does. Rashid be like, yo, you know, once you publish, once you publish this shit, yo, yo, pretty much Rashid is letting him know, like, yo, once you publish this shit, my little life I got going on here is done because they gonna rip me apart they gonna rip him apart they gonna rip all of us apart up here yo so just chill before he i let him eat you right now i'm saving your ass by not letting him eat you because you're working on this damn last nerve right now <laughs> just to let you know that <laughs> that could have that could have ended when he started doing that parkinson shit like, it could have been over right there mm-hmm. and uh i mean it, and it would save all their lives if if uh, he let Louis go off and like he would, it would save him for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's he's loyal to a fucking fault when it comes to Louis. So mm-hmm. that includes making sure. Well, he thinks. Of, well, remember, Rashid thinks of Louis as a god. A god, a walking god. He thinks of him as so he is following him undyingly, no matter what. There's nothing you can say that's going to change Rashid's mind, thought, or anything about Louis to him. Yeah, he's not even like a main character, but he is one of the more interesting characters in the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, because here's the thing, and, and that, that actor's having to play against a lot of big fucking names and a lot of really like well-known characters, and he's holding his own. He's holding his own. And here's Here's the thing, too. Rashid knows a lot more than what we think he does. Remember, he's been with Louis for God knows how long. He studied everything. Because remember, he was able to tell Daniel, oh, yes, we believe, you know, 42 pages. Like, he knows every detail of Louis' life. He knows a lot of shit. If anything... Dad, you better be better be nicer to Rashid. He gets more information from Rashid than he, he do it. Mm-hmm. Rashid, Rashid was, yeah, he he's been very pivotal to this whole. It's, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm so 
the hard part about doing this the, is that we're not watching. Like, do you have AMC Plus? Nah. So they have all the episodes uh, already on AMC Plus. You can binge the whole season now, like including the ones because on AMC now it's like what episode six mm-hmm. tonight. They the whole season's on AMC Plus right now. Boo! <laughs> I'm glad I don't have. I'm glad I don't, I have, I I don't have it. That's how I'm watching it. So I'm having to like not go to the next episode. I'm having to struggle to not do that. Because I want to well, do that to catch up. So yeah, well, like I, I fucking canceled the service now because I'm caught up now. But uh, it is tough. It was tough to not just go through the rest. One is <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> That's the shit too. Like this is <laughs> this show is so intense and so dramatic, but it's also funny as hell. Right. <laughs> Cause it's and it's not the typical haha. It's sarcasm funny because everything is sarcastic. Everything is sarcasm funny. Daniel and Louie are both just done with everybody's shit at this point in their lives. Uh, it's great. It's great. Hell, Stad is great as far as that goes too. Where he's just like tired of Louie's depression and like just right. fucking have fun. You're a vampire. Like, like, right. That's fun. pretty much. That's 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 the side shit. He's like, yo, bro, you do realize we're gonna be around for forever, and you're gonna choose the rest of your life to be depressed. What the hell is wrong with you? That's 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 the side some thinking right there. But well, Mongo, do not look at the rest of the damn episodes. I'm not. And if you I'm and not. if you do, give me the fucking login so I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's I'm 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 fucking loving this show. Uh, uh, I know somebody that that's watched the whole whole thing. He's he's talking about how great, how much he's excited for the next season, and he's pissed because he has no more to watch. I'm like, yeah, that's why I'm not fucking doing that. That's why I'm waiting. At least we'll mm-hmm. at least we'll, we'll get like the next season probably next year. Or his fucking House of the Dragon. We gotta wait till 2024. God damn it, bastards. Uh, Thanks for following along with us, folks. Thank you. Once again, <laughs> folks, you can always follow us at facebook.com slash under the ring pod and twitch.tv slash under the ring pod. You can also follow us on Twitter. There's my Twitter handle, RockRibs44. Don't forget the man behind the boards. His Twitter handle, GregBushSK. And the rest of the UTR family who is normally here on Thursdays to talk wrestling with us, we have Mr. Freshbeard. Uh, the right answer and the street team captain of UTR Boreal Maliente. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I promise you, next week we will be on on Saturday. I promise, promise, promise. <laughs> I promise we will be on on Saturday. I just want to leave that up here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Claudia! Damn it, Claudia! Yeah, folks, we'll be talking about um, uh, Crown Jewel. It seems like the next episode. Yes, but it seems like the next episode of Interview with the Vampire comes to the pivotal moment. And if you remember the movie with um, Brad Pitt and um, Tom Cruise and Kirsten Dunn, it looks like we're getting to the pivotal moment where they uh, separate themselves. Mm-hmm. From the stop, and see, their means of s- and separation comes with consequences. That's for damn sure. 
we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. We'll watch that. And we'll talk about it next Saturday. Uh, until then, y'all have a great rest of your weekend and a great week. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, folks.